0: Welcome to the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly, featuring the authorities on sports in the HHC, Justin Soklin from the HHCsports.com and Matt Dennison from Hoosier Hills Hoops. This is your weekly update on the eight schools in the conference. And now, here's Justin and Matt with this week's news and highlights from around the league. Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly Podcast. Matt Dennison here, joined by... Justin Soklin, it's an exciting time in high school sports here in the state of Indiana as sectional football underway on Friday night. We're going to have a complete recap of all of the Hoosier Hills Conference teams and how they fared, and also today the beginning of the winter sports season for girls' basketball. Practice officially able to begin here later today at the close of the school day today. Justin, welcome to the broadcast, and let's begin our trek through the football on Friday night.
1: Well, Matt, we had a thrilling game at Jeffersonville as the Red Devils defeated Columbus North 30-22 to in the first round of 6A, sectional 8. The Red Devils wasted an 18-point lead and then rallied to advance to the sectional final. Big plays were the main reason the Red Devils built their early lead. On Jeff's first drive, freshman quarterback Cam Northern completed a 31-yard pass to Brandon Coleman and a 30-yard toss to Isaiah Blanton to move the ball down to the five-yard line, and that set up a one-yard run by tight end Deontay Allen at 6.52 of the first quarter. And the Red Devils struck again only 19 seconds later. On the Bulldogs' first play of the next possession, senior wide receiver Michael Vogel caught a five-yard pass from quarterback Mitchell Kelly, but Vogel followed the ball and was recovered by Jeff Senior Dalton Mackens at the North 48. And on the next play, the Red Devils executed a beautiful double reverse with Northern launching a 48 yard TD pass to senior Isaiah Reeves for the 12-0 lead, It's a little bit of trickery there from the Red Devils. And another northern bomb, a 55 yard touchdown pass to Blanton, gave Jeff its 18-0 lead with 1142 left in the second quarter. The Bulldogs got back into the game with two long scoring drives in the second quarter. North went on a 12 play 60 yard drive that ended with a three yard touchdown run by running back Josh Holt. And then North put together a 13 play 66 yard drive that resulted in a 23 yard touchdown pass by Kelly to wide receiver Weston Moore. They cut the lead to 18-15. To North took its to only lead of the night with 3-14 left in regulation. Starting from their own 37, the Bulldogs went 14 plays to move the ball down to just seven. And during that Stress, the Red Devils converted allowed two fourth down conversions. And Moore caught his second touchdown pass tonight on a quick to put North up 22 to 18. Northern got the lead back for Jeff. He completed four seven passes on the next possession. With the final one being a five-yard touchdown pass to Allen, with two eighteen left to give the Red Devils a twenty-four to twenty-two lead. old defensive lineman Joseph Simmons picked off a Vogel screen pass, and that set up Allen's third touchdown of the night as he scored from fifteen yards with one sixteen left to put Jeff up by the final margin of thirty to twenty-two.
0: At Center Grove, the host Trojans, big winners over New Albany, seventy to fourteen, erasing the third-ranked Trojans, now nine and one from the Class Six A playoff picture is going to require a really special effort from a special team. Center Grove cranked out 611 yards of total offense. Of that, 530 of those yards came via the run, thanks to the efforts of 11 different ball carriers. Calvin Daggett finishes the team's leading ground gainer with 155 yards and a touchdown on only eight carries. Max Norris, he had 89 yards, two touchdowns. Logan Hudson, 83 yards. Lee Klinker, 62 yards, Jackson Holt, 58 yards and one touchdown, also had big nights for center-groves. The Trojans' defense was also up to the task, holding New Albany, which uh, ends their season at 6-4 to 235 total yards. Many of those came with the Trojans playing second and third-teamers. Talented senior tailback Tawan Payton, who came in with 2,103 rushing yards and 24 touchdowns, was limited to 69 yards on 19 attempts. Six players teamed to produce seven first-half touchdowns for Center Grove, which amassed 360 yards of offense in racing to a 49-7 halftime bulge. New Albany's first-half points came with 3:53 remaining in the first quarter as quarterback Zach Donan screen passed to Raven Wright, wound up producing a 41-yard touchdown.
1: At Madison, Class 4A Sectional 23, Columbus East flexed disc muscles, and defeated Madison 55-6. to East lived up to its billing as the number one team in Hawaii with a dominating win at, at Madison. The Olympians, who beat Madison 41-7 to earlier in the season, reached that total before halftime, while limiting the Cubs to under 100 total yards in the first two quarters. Quarterback Alex Cowan completed eight of nine passes for 182 yards and three touchdowns. The winning completion was a drop pass down the middle that if it had been caught would have easily been another score. Columbus East, which is now 10-0, struck first when Cowan dropped a 33-yard pass down the middle of the field to Sean Owens for a touchdown less than two minutes into the game. And the Olympians went up 14-0 late in the first when Cowan called his own number and ran from six yards. East closed out the opening quarter with another perfect pass from Cowan, this time a 48-yarder to J.T. Volker to make it 21-0. Markel Jones, who rushed for six touchdowns in the first meeting between the teams, got the first of his two scores early in the second quarter. Christian Wickman scored on a 7-yard run, and Volker caught his second TD pass from Cowan, this one for 22 yards, to put the Olympians up 41-0 with six minutes left in the half. Madison, which finished 4-6, and six, finally put together its best drive of the game with 10 plays, 75-yard marks that culminated in a Coley Bowles to Jordan Partee, 17-yard fade pass in the corner of the end zone to cut the lead to 41-6, but the Cubs did not score again, and East got a pair of garbage-time touchdowns in the second half. East finished the game with 434 total yards. Jones had 120 yards on 12 carries to go along with Cowan's big passing day. Seniors Mitchell Sandlin and Partee carried Madison's offense as they did all season. Sandlin finished one yard shy of his ninth 100-yard game of the season with 99 yards on 30 carries. And his season total of 1,331 yards placed him in the top five of the single season totals in school history. Partee had six catches for 78 yards and finished the season with 37 receptions and 530 yards.
0: In Evansville, host Evansville Central blasted Seymour 77-28. Avian Sullivan ran for 120 yards the first two times he touched the ball, setting the tone for the Bears, now 8-3, and in Class 4A, Sectional 24. Central stormed to a 63-13 to halftime lead. The Owls finished the season 0-10. A look ahead this week, Justin, as we move on in Sectional play.
1: Well, this week in Class 6A, Center Grove will visit Jeffersonville, who's now 6-4 and four after their mild two-game winning streak here at the end of the season. And they'll play for the sectional 8 title. And the Red Devils better be prepared for one of the state's best teams, as Center Grove proved that a kiss to Albany. Senator Grove won the only previous meeting between the teams, a 17-14 win in the 1987 regional. In Class 5A, after a week off, Jennings County, which is 3-6, and six, will visit Floyd Central 7-2 and two, in the sectional 14 semifinal, while Bloomington North, which is 5-4, and four, We'll travel to Bedford North Lawrence, which is one and eight in the sectional 15 semifinal, and in 4A East, we'll host Greenwood, which is five and five in the sectional semifinal. So good luck to all of our HAC teams as they move on in the tournament.
0: This week's athlete of the week on the Hoosier Hills Conference podcast is Jeffersonville's Deonte Allen. He scored three touchdowns as the Red Devils slipped past Columbus North there late in the fourth quarter to the Class 6A sectional final next week against Center Grove. So congratulations to Deontay Allen. Uh, His big presence on the football field definitely felt on uh, Friday night. He's this week's Hoosier Hills Conference Podcast Athlete of the Week. Well, I mentioned earlier that we're in a transitional period. We're in football playoffs, other postseasons going on in other fall sports, and we're also beginning to see uh, winter sports uh, get in season. And, Justin, I know you've got to look at the happenings of some of the other sports involving athletes and teams in the Hoosier Hills Conference.
1: Well, Matt, we'll start with cross-country. Floyd Central's girls cross-country team finally found the right directions to Terre Haute. That's not an easy place to get to, but they finally got there. For the first time since 2002, the Highlanders qualified for the IHSAA state finals, finishing fourth in the 20-team field in Saturday's state at Brown County for the top six teams plus the top 10 individuals who were not members of qualifying teams, advanced in the finals in Terre Haute on November 2nd. Floyd Central won four consecutive state titles from 1989 to 92, but had it lost its way the last decade. After finishing one spot out of the money last season, the Highlanders, with three sophomores and a freshman among their top runners leading the way, broke through and ended their drought. Number two, Columbus North, the defending champion, dominated the semi-state race, totaling 38 points. North senior star Mackenzie Caldwell left the field of 180 runners on her way, crossing first. In a semi state record time of 1745.3. Floyd Central's Lydia Katowski finished eighth individually in 1851.3. Number 16, Bloomington South was second with 98 points, followed by number 19, Terre Haute North with 115. Floyd Central with 138. Bloomington North with 178, and Jasper with 203 for the state qualifying spots. Floyd had two other runners in the top 20, with sophomore Cassidy Manning 13th in 1922 and sophomore Madison Barney in 1936. In the boys' race, number two, Columbus North won the team title for the second straight year, totaling 36 points, to edge number three, Bloomington North, 63 points for the crown. Number seven, Terre Haute South, 79 points. Number 12, Bloomington North, 128. And then the Herald South Knox with 234. And Evansville North with 253, also qualified as teams in the boys' race. And Seymour's Jack Permolian, advanced as an individual. In volleyball, in the Class 4A sectional at Floyd Central, the number 6 Highlanders won the title. They knocked off number 7 Seymour in a tense opening round battle in five games, winning with scores of 23-25, 25-20, 25-16, 14-25, and 15-11. Then the Highlanders bounced through Albany 25-18, 25-17, and 25-15 in the semifinal, before conquering Jennings County 25-14, 25-10, and 25-18 in the final. Floyd Central will now host Castle, which is 30-6, and in and Tuesday's regional at 7 p.m. At Bloomington North, number 10 Columbus East won the crown in 4A. Going through East Central, Bloomington North, and city rival Columbus North in the final. They defeated the Bulldogs 25-11, 25-11, and 25-22 in the championship match. The Olympians will now visit Central Grove, which is 21-14, in the regional on Tuesday. And in Class 3A, Madison advanced to the sectional final at Brownstown before falling to the Braves 25-20, 26-28, 25-20, and 25-15. The Cubs reached the championship match with wins over North Harrison and Gordon. In girls' soccer, in the Class 2A semi-state at Evansville, Columbus East lost its semifinal match with Avon 2-1. East finished the season with a sparkling 17-3, in one record. And Matt, you mentioned the start of winter sports and today, as we mentioned, practice starts for girls swimming. And of course, the more important thing in southern Indiana, which we hate to admit but it's true in basketball. Girls basketball starts today for all the area teams. Practice begins today and in the HAC that's important because Bedford North Lawrence is set to defend its class four A state championship and all the other HAC teams will be gunning for the stars as they get ready to play starting in November. So good luck to all of our area teams that are getting ready to go today.
0: Well, that'll wrap it up for Episode 11 of the Hoosier Hills Conference Podcast. We hope that you'll join us each week as we give you a review of the week that happened and a preview of the week to come. And, again, it's an exciting time in high school sports, especially in the Hoosier Hills Conference. We'll talk with you next week. For now, Matt Dennison for Justin Soakland saying have a great week. You've been listening to the Hoosier Hills Conference Weekly. Join Justin Soklin and Matt Dennison again next week with the best coverage of HHC Sports. Throughout the week, visit www.thehhcsports.com and www.hoosierhillshoops.com for the latest updates.